Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 91 of Life in the 5 Podcast. It's Colton. That's me talking. Jake, what's up? Hello. How the hell I'm, are you? I'm so good. I'm so good. I'm not depressed about sports at all. I love sports. They're so fun, and they're a part of our lives, and I'm not just saying that. Well, then let's, uh, let's get into it. Um, one week ago to the day, a much, much better output on life was was ahead of us and now the bucks losing six um jake just break it down for me dribble by dribble go (laughs) i mean we just got beat four fucking games in a row it was brutal to watch uh the bucks hadn't lost more than two in a row all year and every two in a row was like because Giannis was the second you know like we didn't lose two games in a row it's just so after we lost in double overtime and then we got blown out i was like this, you know, this is not good. This isn't not what we good. do. And uh, then we just, we lost four straight games. It really sucked, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was a real bummer. Um, literally, it was just not fun to watch ever. It was fun for the first half, but the second for, half. We won, like, every first quarter of oh. the game we lost. We were kicking ass in the first quarter. And then we just wear down, and it was slow. Our offense would slow to a crawl. I mean, yes, I get it. It's two very good defensive teams. But, man, it's tough to watch when neither team scores for, like, six minutes, which happened so often. So often. You'd be like, the Bucks forgot how to score. They don't know how. Like, it, it was tough to watch. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, the Internet just basically said it. Um, it's a game of adjustments. It seemed like the Raptors adjusted. Bucks didn't adjust that much and just never – Close the game. I don't know. I think it's a game of superstars, too, in the playoffs, and our superstar got outplayed by theirs. I mean, Giannis didn't do much. He was great defensively. He was pretty poor offensively, honestly. I mean, all of the points pretty much came in transition. He struggled. I mean, I know, like, they built a wall, blah, blah, blah. They built a wall. So did Boston. I mean, but Giannis would kick it out to our guys who were hitting shots. And it just wasn't happening. Giannis wasn't hitting them with good, crisp passes. Uh, they weren't hitting their shots when he did. And uh, we just got beat. It's Suck. Yeah, literally. Like, you just just got beat. What was a 26-3 run in game six? That was – that's a bummer. Yeah. yeah um, it was hard. To, I mean, yeah, and it was just – it wasn't because they were just, like, draining threes. Like, 26-3 run, you think, oh, that's like a Steph Curry just hit five threes in a row. No, they scored 26 in like a reasonable amount of time, and the Bucks scored fucking three in a ridiculous amount of time, you know? It was like almost, it was like eight minutes, nine minutes. So like 26 was a little high, but three was way too low. Three so, points. Jake, I, okay, I want to say it's like 11, eight, 
let's say a whole quarter, because that's that's basically about like the whole street. It was like third going into the fourth, right? Yeah, yeah. Whole quarter, I give you, I just give you ten shots that you can get up, but you can't aim in an NBA game. Like you're you're just left open because everyone knows you can't hit a shot, mm-hmm. and someone's gonna be like jogging at you. You get ten shots. More than three. Oh man, I'm scoring more than three. I I could do it. You know, I I have faith. Although, uh, the only good thing to have happened during the beating was our boy Fred Van Vliet absolutely lit on fire. He really pissed me off, and he had a son, and all of a sudden he was literally Steph Curry. He went like 12 for 13 from three. It's dad's strength. Just unconscious. 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 So it, it, was, it was hard to watch, but, you know, it was like every time he made a three, it was like, fuck! Oh, it's Fred, you know, like and then you'd think about it, oh, it's Fred. But there are times when Fred gets like stuffed where you're like, oh man, I could never play in the NBA because he Giannis would stuff him without jumping yes. and like at waist. You know, he'd just like slap it and you're like, Oh, well, Fred's just too short. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Fred so Fred was the best talent I saw until I went to a NBA game for the first time. Ever. Oh yeah, he's he's unbelievable. he was so good in uh in Rockford. I mean, he was unbelievable. Weird to watch. Like he, he wouldn't even turn it on a lot of games. A lot of games he just, he played so smooth. You wouldn't even really notice him. And then like at the end of the game, he had 26 points, you know, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. What? Um, but yeah, there were so many, there were, there was a play in game five that, uh, uh, Kawhi caught it one handed fake through it. Like, like Peyton Manning pump faked it. And yes. then and then just turn around like for a layup, and I and I watched it in like a whole bar full of like Bucks fans, and I was like, like as it happened, I was like, oh oh, and everyone's like, what are you cheering for? I was like, guys, that was too cool to not fucking be happy about. That's what that was one of the smoothest, coolest things I've ever seen on a basketball court. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty sweet. I mean, he he also he grabbed the ball a few times, like where it just doesn't really make like Michael Jordan type grab, you know. The Claw, which may be the shittiest uh, logo I've seen in a very long time. Yes, agreed. Um, is he going to stay? I don't know, but uh, there's a – I really hope – I just want to say I hope Kawhi leaves, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't want to – you know, Go I know to the, the West, man. Better, but, Fucking like – Go I to the mean, West. Leave. Yeah, and I also love how everyone is forgiving Kawhi because he doesn't say anything. But let's not forget, he 100% just quit on the Spurs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just quit on him. And Spurs, you know, some, I just saw one Spurs fan on Twitter who I follow. But um, he's like, oh, no, we know, you know, he gave us a lot of great years and blah, blah, blah. If anybody just quits on a team I'm rooting for and is like, I'm not playing, I don't want to play for you guys, they're dead to me. Forever. Forever. Unless they come back and win something for me, which I can't yeah. think of a single example. But no. <laughs> forever. Yeah, no. Quitting on a professional sports team and demanding a trade, like, demanding a trade is one thing, but demanding a trade and not playing is, en- is like, fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for like a shoulder injury. Yeah, and, and it wasn't even like because they, you know, I get it. I got it with Le'Veon Bell because running backs and like he's getting paid, you know, not, he's not getting a long term deal, blah, blah, blah. Kawhi, they were willing to pay his ass whatever he wanted. He was the starter. 
he just fucking left. You know, he was a superstar on that team, and he just dipped on him. I don't, I don't understand that. So I, when he leaves Toronto, I think everyone will remember. If he leaves Toronto, everyone will be like, wait, Kawhi's a fucking asshole. You know, yeah. he, he ditched on two franchises now. Because no matter what happens, even if, even if they get swept, um, you know, if he leaves, it's like, dude, you made it all the way to the finals on that team. You're just going to dip now, and yeah. That could where, be it. where could he go that's like we're fine with? You know what I mean? Like I don't want him to go to the Lakers. I don't want really want to go to like go to the Clippers. Fuck going to the Clippers, the Knicks, the Nets. I mean, I hate all of those guys. Go to the Kings. That'd be interesting. Yeah, go to the Kings, go to the Suns. <laughs> Just go to teams that I don't that aren't anything. You know what I mean? The Bulls. The Bulls. Are they are they in the running? No, nobody is talking about them whatsoever, which is that, funny. Like, why isn't Chicago a big name like city for these free agents? I just don't get it. Yeah, we need our packs. That's brutal. Um, we'll get to a listener question later, but the Lakers don't have much better of a situation. All they have is LeBron, which like yeah, on, on paper is, is a lot such, better. Yes, but is, the front office the, there is so bad. So I. Yes. Front office wise, the Bulls and Lakers are similar. Talent wise, not so much. Yeah, they have Ryan Archdiakono, seventy dollars on cameo. So, a little uh, teaser for what's coming later. Yes, we will, later we are doing a MySpace top eight of people that we want to hire on the website cameo. Stay tuned. I'm sure. Stay tuned. I'm sure tens of thousands of people just just turned off the uh, podcast for it, but but here we oh, are. They, they all just fast forward through all this crap to hear that awesome list amen to that um i don't know that's it's it sucks it's a very it sucks it's so well, much easier being a bandwagon fan though i'm still yeah. like upset but i'm mm-hmm. not like hurt like if i haven't been able to look at anything basketball i scroll so fast by anything with basketball on my any any timeline i'm on i'm just like fuck basketball i am not even looking at it right now i'm you so know? tired of everybody being like Man, they have to win next year to keep Giannis. And then Tom, did you hear? Did you hear Tom Thibodeau just like, "Oh, he's staying." I don't get why he he says it every month that he wants to stay here and win here. And he he just raves about Milwaukee and he loves Milwaukee and everyone's just just being an idiot. And he like he like and called that reporter genu- an idiot. He's a genuine like leader too, and he knows for a fact it's not the front office's fault that we lost that game. Yeah, it's. Giannis's fault, that series. It's Giannis's fault. It really is. If you want to be the MVP, you have to score 30 in the playoffs in, at least once in the conference finals. You have to drop 30. You have to drop 35 and 15. Like, And he didn't do that at all, and he just wasn't putting them away. And uh, that's what happened. So I, I think that works in our favor. Uh, did you see he walked out on that press conference? Yeah. Um, people are saying he was – it was a combination of uh, mad that he – sucked in in the second half and the person who asked wrote an article yeah. saying the only way he stays is if they win it next year some, yeah. some something along along yeah. uh, those lines. i was like at first i first i saw it i was like oh that was pretty immature like that poor woman was asking a nice question then i find out that bitch wrote a fucking article <laughs> about Giannis leaving like and how he's definitely gonna leave like she knows jack shit yeah fuck her he has Fuck. so many public quotes saying he loves it there, he wants to win there, he wants to stay longer there. 
And and don't tell me when, I mean, that's a great point, but don't tell me then whenever I say that, don't say, oh yeah, Kevin Durant said he wanted to stay too. Fuck Kevin Durant. Giannis is such a different person. He is uncomfortable in LA. There's a video of him getting ran up to by TMZ and he looks so awkward and he hated every moment of it because we were playing the Lakers and he got caught out on the street and he's like, uh, this is terrible. You know, like that is not him. I've seen him walking around in Milwaukee, and this is how people act when Giannis is, like, across the street. Hey, dude, is that Giannis? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's Giannis. That's so cool. <laughs> and that's it. That Giannis? No, that's not him. <laughs> is know? that him? I think so, man. Dude, that's awesome. Let me call him. Yeah. Dude, dad. I'm. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on Third Street, and Giannis is across the street. That's literally exactly. like how it is here. Exactly. Like, which is so much better than people, you know, a million. But I, think it, I also here. think it's because people of Milwaukee feel some sort of like responsibility. <laughs> like we have to treat him so well. He gets free food <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like he can't leave. Yeah, like, yes. It's like I just saw something where uh, some CEO offer or like a guy who owns real estate offered uh, Kawhi Leonard like, a $5 million penthouse yeah. for, for free if he stays. Yeah, he got a ton of offers. Like, it was like free haircut, free lawyer, free food at like several restaurants, free a free car, free house. <laughs> yeah, like, that's he's, ridiculous. He's going to be a king in, in, in Toronto if he stays. But like literally all everyone ever says is, yeah, but he's from California. <laughs> oh, cool, dude. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. It, Giannis is from Greece, all right? <laughs> so I don't care. <laughs> See, but my only point with Kawhi is he literally left somewhere in a great situation, similar to Toronto, I would say, for no reason, you know? Like, why did he leave there? Was it because he wanted to go to L.A.? I guess we'll find out. But it seemed, you know what I mean? Giannis has never left anything except that fucking press conference. Damn right. Yeah, but he's... He was so mad, I bet. He's staying forever. Fuck everyone. He's staying forever. It's going to be... Dude, he he could be the mayor of of like an honorary mayor, and then just hire like a co-mayor. You know what I mean? If he ran, he'd just be mayor, like not honorary, just a mayor, <laughs> a regular mayor. And he's just walking around smiling and being goofy. That's that's my mayor. He's the fucking best. I love Giannis. That would be. I think I'm not even technically living in Milwaukee anymore, so I wouldn't even be able to vote for that if Giannis ran for mayor. <laughs> And I couldn't vote because I live in West Dallas, Wisconsin, and not Milwaukee. I would be so pissed. <laughs> that would be bullshit. Ugh. Oh. All right. You want to talk about your cubbies? What have they been up to? They've been skidding. They've been skidding I, a little bit. Like eight of thirteen, right? They've uh, so, they've fallen. Yeah. yeah, they're down to do uh, seven games under. They've lost three straight. I think just lost to the to the Astros tonight. Um, I. Our our bullpen is fine. The closing situation is not. We need a closer. Everyone says, hey, Cubs need a closer. And everyone's like, no, no, we don't. Lose the first few games. Everyone's freaking out. Then we go on a run. Bullpen looks good. Everyone's like, see, we're fine. And now we're right back to reality. It's, it's going to be this all year. Uh, we're hey, still absolutely need a big-name closer. Absolutely. I've been saying it since the beginning. It's like the Cubs, you know, that's what they do. They go and get – they go and buy a big-name closer – and they need one. They need one bad right now. We I do. know, like, Brandon Morrow is supposed to be that guy or whatever, but, 
need a big name. He's hurt. He does have some prospects to to trade now. You yeah. got Nick Horner, a shortstop I know of. So, uh, and that uh, guy whose last name is Alize. That's fucking badass. Hell yeah! Did you I see? Think he's doing poorly. Did you see the he name ha- they're uh, throwing around to who who might step in right now as closer? Who? Tyler Chatwood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're like, is he the answer? Should should they try him out? Are we paying him thirteen million dollars to be a closer? Is Theo a genius and he knew what he was doing? <laughs> Theo's okay. figured it out. If, okay, if, if, he's, he he's playing chess, out, man. Oh, wow. You're playing checkers. We're playing chess. Nope. If he works out, that is bullshit. If anybody gives Theo <laughs> any credit for that, if he somehow becomes a great closer, uh, <laughs> you don't know. What you're talking about? You small-minded fool! <laughs> you fucking moron! Um, are there any closers on the trade market that could be out there? Jose Sean Leclerc. Little. Who? Say Leclerc, Sean Doolittle for the Nationals. Pretty much the entire Nationals roster should be available. Yes. Uh, Alex Colomay has been really good for the White Sox, like a two-something ERA. He's been a closer all year. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's there's lots of bullpen arms out there, and they're all like good. So the will make a move it's just who and when is there has there been a craig kimbrell update in a while no absolutely not tigers ron gardenhire on dallas keichel and craig kimbrell we sure yeah, can use them keichel <laughs> i heard some rumors he's willing to take a one-year 18 million right now damn which i think a lot of teams would jump up yeah um Paying, if the Brewers did it, they'd be paying like Keiko and Yasmani like forty million dollars for this season, and then they're both gone. <laughs> which is genius if you think about it, because I mean genius. you don't you don't tie your money up anywhere, and you're just going for it. But no, Gio Gonzalez fucking coming back, and oh, he's been the best pitcher on their team. I yeah, know. I know. Brewers are also not playing well. Yelich is in and out. Every time he's in, he hits a home run. Every time he's out, they lose. So uh, it's a fun little game. And uh, so fun. It, it, would you look at that? The NL Central is all kind of packed up together again. You know, half a game back, and then the Cardinals and Pirates and Reds are all four to five games back, which is still striking distance oh. if any of them are hot. You know, oh, especially for the sure. the stupid Cardinals will definitely figure something out. I'm Fully, fully expecting when I go to St. Louis this weekend to watch Cubs Cardinals Saturday night, uh, that the Cardinals yes. just fucking dick stomp us. <laughs> <laughs> who's on the Who's on the bump? Do you know? Let's find out. You talk while I figure that out. Did you say Saturday? Saturday. I have, I have it right here. It's Quintana versus Flaherty. 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 Uh, oh, uh, I mean the stats match up real well. Catch me on Fox. It's gonna be a night game on Fox, apparently. Look for Colton, everyone. Yeah, I'm. I'm in the nosebleeds. <laughs> nosebleeds. All right. I, did I tell you I'm worried about? So it's gonna be Cubs Cardinals Saturday night, and then Game Three of the Stanley Cup Finals is in St. Louis. That's exact time of that game. If I'm wearing Cubs stuff and the Cubs stomp the Cardinals, and then the Bruins. Are, win game three and go up 3-0 and i'm walking around in cubs gear like am i gonna get, get beat fought. up sure yeah i could definitely see you getting fought yeah um i don't want that i'm not the kind of guy where it's like oh man represent the team like dude just fucking leave me alone i'm here to have fun 
Your team sucks. Yeah. Get over I'd it. say go with like a hat and something maybe, you know, have something maybe you can cover up, you know, like a hoodie or something. Or just like wear a t-shirt under it and then rock the t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, after the game, you know, during the game, it's no holds bars. You oh, wear yeah. your jersey because the Cubs are playing, obviously. But if it's night in St. Louis because everyone's upset. I might be a little careful. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's I'm I'm not one to be a fighter. I'm one to shit talk a lot when I drink or be sober, um, and just hope they're like, oh man, it's sports. It's all cool with sports, 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 sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't be a dickhead. You know, but there are a lot of dickheads in the world. There are a lot of dickheads. So, yeah, what's going on with the Chicago White Sox, Jake? Well, there's good news is the White Sox have an ace again. Lucas Giolito is so fucking good. Tonight, you may look at his uh, stat line. Oh, eight innings, three earned runs. That doesn't tell half the story. You know, three hits. Tell me half the story. The, the whole story is in the first inning, he gave up a bloop hit, a walk, a three-run homer. First inning, it's like, what the fuck? And then he's retired 21 straight batters. Or I think it was 20 because he... He then got an out and gave up his other, his third hit of the game. 21 straight batters, just electric. Eight innings pitched, 107 pitches. Um, fun fact, Giolito has more war this year than Adam Eaton does as a national. Wow. Take uh, that. Lucas Gi- yeah, Lucas Giolito's OPS given up is 558, which is the fourth best in the bigs. Opponents are hitting 196. Uh, against him, which is seventh best, and his slugging is 238, which is also fourth best. He's like a top five pitcher in the league right now. He's absolutely dealing, and he was clearly, by a lot, the worst pitcher in the league last year. He had the highest ERA by about 1.2 points or something. Ridiculous. So he was terrible. He got a lot of innings, but he's absolutely completely changed who he is. He dropped his shitty... Uh, 12-6 curve, which is actually really nice, but he left it in the zone, and he would get punished constantly. Now he's just 96 to 98 on the fastball, and 81 to 82 on his wicked changeup, and people can't fucking hit it. And I love a good changeup. It is literally like the coolest. Uh, it's the coolest pitch if you're just throwing a changeup and people can't hit it. That's badass. So uh, yes. Jake, uh, Lucas Jake that up. whole time you were you were talking, I was, I was trying to find the Giolito game, and I couldn't find the fact that they played a doubleheader. Was it a doubleheader? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Well, no. We finished a game that got rained out in the fifth with two outs. It was oh. one to one, and we ended up finishing that game, hitting a walk off, and then getting the Giolito game. So, if any lucky bastards were going to that game yesterday, it got rained or on. Uh, we'll say. It, that was on Monday, and we're like, you know what? I'm not gonna go. It's gonna, it's gonna rain, and then there, it does rain out. But they say you can go to the today with tickets from yesterday, and you get to watch a walk off, and then that Giolito start. You are a genius, my friend, and you played the White Sox perfectly. You paid like ten dollars. You got a walk off and a great win, uh, and a great outing from Giolito, who is now good. <laughs> He is now good. They are four games under five hundred. The Indians we got are, are, by the are bad. Only reason. Yes, the Indians. We could beat the Indians. We got spanked by the Twins. I'd like to say real quick because they were four games under, three games in a row. 
spank, spank, spank from the Twins. Yeah, watch your uh, mouth. They are, they are legit. They are, they are not the Twins. They are the MLB best Minnesota Twins. Best and record in baseball. They're so good, and they're shitting in all of the other GMs' mouths right now because they're the only ones who went out and signed free agents. They got, like, Marwin Gonzalez, they, Gregory Polanco, like, Ender Enciarte. Like, they have so many guys. Or maybe I miss. I don't think NCRT, but um, they they went out and signed free agents, which no other team was like. No, we're not going to take your average, you know, thirty year old free agent. The Twins were like, we will for cheap. Hell yeah! Yeah. And now look at them. Look at them. Was they, there... they got some good starters, which is awesome. You know, their pitchers are all having great years, but they're just fucking good, dude. And the and the Indians are not that. That happened very fast. Uh, that is a very terrible division, some may say. Well, I, th- I don't think it's as bad as it's been. I mean, it doesn't look, you know. I mean, the Indians are one game under 500, but their second-best player, Jose Ramirez, has been bug shit all year, hitting like 200. So if he turns it around, they're, you know, they expected to win 88 games and win the AL Central. And that might not happen. I mean, the Twins looking like they're going to win 90. And the Whitecaps are going to be somewhere in the 70s, probably. The, so what did the Bucks finish at for wins? Uh, 64, 68, uh, 70. So I, think, I think the Sox can beat that. Yeah, I'm taking the Sox in that. I love that. But that's going to be close. You know, the White Sox can't really disappoint, you know, near the end. So they're going to have to stay strong throughout the season. And, uh... 70 games. Um, how many games do you think it, it, it's going to take for Renteria to like be for sure the guy? Oh, he's not the guy. He's terrible. Oh, he's yeah. a terrible coach. Uh, I hate him. His lineups are, are bad. He bunts all the time. Um, Ozzy Ball. Ozzy Ball, yeah. But it's 2019, you know? Like, people are – it's all about launch angles now. I, I'm pretty sure we're just grooming Omar Vizquel. Uh, to be our next head coach because he was our single-A team our coach. He was our low-A, then our high-A, and then this year he got moved up. He's now our double-A coach. I'm assuming next year he'll be our triple-A, and then R- Ricky's out, you know? Yeah, that's so. that's basically been his, his MO his, his whole career. He's constantly – he's the bench coach somewhere, and then they get a better bench coach, he's gone. And then he's the manager of the Cubs. They get better manager, he's gone. Yeah, Cubs fans loved him. I love him because I did he's a not cool love guy him. and he speaks, <laughs> uh, he speaks Spanish, which is very, very important for a White Sox manager because we have so many guys who don't speak English. Yeah. That, that's legitly very important for our manager because otherwise, how are you communicating? How are you, you know, doing anything? So Very true. Um, Omar yeah. Vizquel is going to be the Sox next manager, which is very dope, by the way. That like is the- cool. That's <laughs> super cool. Yeah. I'm so excited. So, what? Uh, anything else you got for State of the Union? Oh man, uh, OTAs and stuff are starting. You seen any cool Bears stuff? Nope. Nope. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Packers. I'm just yeah. I'm I'm just hungry for some football news after basketball went down. I've been literally like searching for anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm all in on on the on the Cubs right now, and a little bit of a sputter. So I'm kind of in the blues. In, in, in blues. All right, listener questions, Jake. You got the first one. Okay. This is from 
Um, Warriors fan since 16. Uh, hey, guys, how many games do you think the Raptors will get to play versus my Warriors? I'm hoping four, buddy. Just four? I, I want, I want to be the over Warriors in the first to... half? <laughs> yes. I want it to be such a blowout that people forget that this season even happened. You know, like, oh, yeah, the Warriors won. They signed to Marcus Cousins, and they won, obviously. Duh. Who cares? Nothing else interesting happened along the way. You know? Agreed. I want I want it to be the season that Kawhi leaves Toronto. Yes. Yeah, I don't want it to be the Toronto beats Milwaukee season. Yeah, I want yeah, it. No, I don't think it will be ever. No matter unless unless even if Toronto wins, it'll be the the year Kawhi took down the Warriors. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Bucks are always going to be a side story in this in this fucking stupid ass stupid, season. Yeah. <laughs> fucking this stupid league. Yeah, four. I. Maybe five. I don't know. I don't. I don't give them a chance. I really don't. Neither, but I would have given the Bucks a chance, which is sad. <laughs> you know, I would have given the Bucks a chance after Game Two. Oh. I was thinking like they could push it to Game Six, maybe steal it a Game Six, Game Seven. Anything can happen. Yeah, <laughs> I legitimately thought that too. Even after Game Three, I thought that. But, yeah, uh, we're dumb. <laughs> we are so stupid. <laughs> All right, next question. Jake, I love your weekly recaps, and I want your in-depth analysis on the Stanley Cup. And that was, right. from, and that was from Hockey Fan 6. Okay, good. I didn't want to miss out on the name. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley Cup is happening, which is the championship of hockey, you could say. Um, you could. It's, it's between just the last two teams, and they played a little tournament to decide who plays here. Mm-hmm. And it is now down to the St. Louis Blues and the Boston Bruins. Wow. I know that the Boston Bruins are up one nothing, and I have not checked if there's been a game two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there has been, but I didn't know game one happened until uh, this morning. So, <laughs> you know. Oh, no, it has not happened. They play today as this show comes out wow you heard it here first folks you you might have actually you actually I mean, might have Cole heard it. You people that if this was the matchup he was not going to give a shit about hockey no fucks given man this sucks it's like for actual for like the actual nhl this is the best case scenario by a million a million boston is yeah. boston's fucking on a high Thank God the Celtics weren't making a run. If we had a fucking Boston sweep, that would have sucked. That would have really sucked. But imagine being like, like every sports town like that has a guy in a, a friend group that's like the football guy, the basketball guy, the hockey guy. Imagine just being the guy that's like, oh man, like this is the year for Boston. Like the Bruins better better shape up because the Celtics got this on lock. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that would blow. I was thinking about you know talking to speaking of sports cities. I was thinking like, is it you know everyone says it's always better to be good and lose in championship games. I'd like to say as a Wisconsin sports fan, fucking is it? Is it really no better? Way. I mean. It sucks, dude. The Brewers losing the playoffs. The fucking Bucks losing the Eastern Conference Finals. The Badgers every year losing the tournament. Either they lose in the final four. I've seen final four losses. I've seen championship losses in football every year. It's like, oh, we're really good. 
But then Ohio State comes and spanks us, and there goes all our and hopes. And spanks like, you. It's always it, like, this is wait, this is the stuff. defense that's going to stop Ohio State, and then it's 43-3. to Yeah, and it's, and it's always like, oh, look, they're faster than us. Can you believe it? We had no four, even four-star recruits on our team. Obviously, we're slow. We, you know, like we're much slower than them. So they, they score like three touchdowns on three plays. And then, but we play super sound defense all game. We are kicking their ass in every facet. It really shows how good the coaching touchdowns. is. Yeah. And then they, and then they scored three touchdowns on just being faster. You know what I mean? And being better athletes. So, and then the Packers are constantly, I know we got one, I got one championship out of the Packers, which is nice. They constantly fucking get knocked out in the playoffs, and that sucks. You know, as a Bears fan, that fucking sucks. It I mean, really does just saw suck. It last year, like I was, it, it, it hurts right now. It, everything hurts, and then fucking Bart Starr died, and that was a spit in my eye if I've ever fucking gotten one, dude. I'm telling you, the Bucks lose, and then Bart Starr dies. Like, what the fuck? Okay, I'm kind of laughing. I'm not laughing at Bart Starr dying. It sucks when anybody dies. I'm laughing because the people of Wisconsin were acting like this man was 24 and healthy. This guy was old, is an old football player. Like, what do you think? He didn't look good at the Brett Favre ceremony at all. Oh, no, he's looked bad for years, but, you know, it's still, you know, because he is a football royalty, he's literally the first Tom Brady, yeah. you know? But, but, like, people were like, <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> He's dead. But I was at work. I was serving tables. And people were... I thought I thought this one lady was going to fall out of her chair. Like, <laughs> the shock and chaos for about 15 seconds when I saw people, like, looking at their phones was <laughs> unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. Like, I don't... Like, be like, oh, dude, that really sucks. He died. People were like, what? Like, the bartender at our work like was was pouring a drink and then knocked over a glass. It was yeah. like a, it was like a TV show. I was like, he's dead, guys. Yes, he's it's dead. Like Brett Favre died. That would that would make sense. You yes. Know? Like what? Like but, oh, yeah. They were acting like Aaron Rodgers died. Bart's been struggling for a few years now, so uh, you know, may he rest in peace. Legend. He'll go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, could barely throw the ball 50 yards. Who gives a shit, though? You know what I mean? Whatever. Great leader, great man. Um, yeah. Great football name. Yeah. Oh, my God. In the Pantheon, on the Mount Rushmore of football names. Bart Starr. So, I guess to answer your question, yeah, we are watching the Stanley Cup. All right, next, <laughs> <laughs> next question. Hey, this is from Sports, at Sports 1. Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, what do you guys think of the Lakers front office? I know Colton already sort of touched on it in, in this episode. Um, but uh, How do you know that? Sports underscore sports one. <laughs> God damn it. No, oh, sorry. Smaller print. At sports one slash time traveler. Fuck. That's oh, see. I didn't see that really small print in the... Uh, in the in the in the in the name in the... yeah everything makes a lot of sense now that you said that now mm. everything makes sense <laughs> everything's cleared up hey so you guys talked about Chicago's front office sucking what's up with Rob Palenka the GM of the Los Angeles Lakers basketball team making up a story that Kobe and Heath Ledger had a dinner 
to help Kobe focus. Uh, what Jake, the fuck is with that? That is weird to me. That you, is, you go. This it, is your story. It's so weird. It's it, it's actually at Sport One, Sports One story, but true, true. So weird. ESPN released a released a story talking about the Lakers front office, and in it, it talks about Rob Palenka basically bragging that um, he got Kobe a dinner with Heath Ledger after Kobe saw The Dark Knight and knew that Kobe wanted to help us focus. Heath Ledger died like six months before the movie came out. Yes, and that's a very well-known fact. Like, very well-known. <laughs> maybe like, maybe Heath the biggest Ledger, movie story in the last 50 years. Like, what do you know about Heath Ledger? Oh, he killed him, or he died, he drug overdosed after playing the Joker. Some people say he went too far in that character. Like, that that's part of the mythology of that the best villain in cinema history, in my opinion, the Joker, you know, is that he died. I mean, that adds, I know that's terrible. And he was, an, it really sucks because he was young and a great actor, but it really does add. And I don't know how nobody called him out on that. Like in the interview, like, I have, um, I have no you, idea. You mean like Heath Ledger, the Joker, you don't mean Bane or something. Or, you know, like yeah. the, Christian less, Bale, maybe? He's still alive, and he's not yeah, American. He wanted to be like Batman. That would be a decent story. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't get it. It's It passes the mom test. Like, if your mom knows that Heath Ledger died before the movie came out, it's the most so common true. knowledge in the world. Exactly. So true. So, I apparently Rob Palenka doesn't doesn't do the mom test. He, it, may, it may just be the Rob test from now on. Very embarrassing. Uh, very... It, it's it's not a good look that this comes out weeks after uh, Magic Johnson is like, dude, Rob Palenka sucks. <laughs> and like, he basically, he came out the other day, Magic Johnson did, and said if he could change anything, he'd go back and tell tell his, his past self to immediately get rid of Luke Walton and Rob Palenka. Wait, who said that? Magic Johnson. Oh, wow. Magic yeah. Johnson, dude, fucking taking shots. He doesn't care, man. His... his do you ever go on his on his uh, Twitter? Well, I, I know, but I hear part of my take break it down for me, which they, is good. God, it is laugh out loud funny because like I I hear it on that podcast, but I do follow him, and like I'll forget. And he's he's just information. He's just he's a statement kind of guy, and he's that's all he's there for facts. And then the superstars played like superstars and scored. It's like he's reading a Sports Center like script. It seriously you know? is, but like somebody who barely knows what Sports Center is. Who hasn't watched Sports Center since two thousand eight? Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then Steph Curry played the game of basketball better than other basketball players around him, being the best player in the National Basketball Association Western Conference Finals third game. <laughs> Thanks, Magic. <laughs> Magic's a legend, dude. Thanks, dude. <laughs> I mean, uh, all right, all right. Is that all? Listener questions. I have. I have one last one here. This one's from oh, okay. at Benjamin Watson fan sixteen. Hey, okay. can you guys believe that uh, Benjamin Watson took a, a a drug suspension and spun it into a positive? Jake, have you seen this story? No, I haven't. Hit well, me. the tight end Benjamin Watson signed with the Patriots. He basically announced his retirement. Then, like, yes. then like two months later, uh, it basically sounded like he was sitting home and his agent called him. And was like, "Dude, people still want to pay you millions of dollars to play football." And he and he said he instantly got the itch, signed with the Patriots. Um, and now he's and now he's suspended for the first four games of the season, and for like a steroid 
performance enhancing healing type medicine. Yes. And I don't think this has ever been spun so well of a guy who like normally someone's like, Oh, I don't know how that got in me. And he, he was just like, Oh yeah, I took it. But like I retired and I basically want to take any drugs that I wanted and forgot about it when I, when I signed my, or like when I was coming back and told the, told the Patriots and everyone's like, wow, like shout out to that guy. I thought yeah. that was genius. Someone else in baseball did that recently. Not the same way. It is genius. He did. He was like, uh, yeah, I was injured, so I took some steroids, but to get me back on track. But now I'm back on track, and I'll be back. You know what I mean? That's all you got to like, say, I think. Yes, like because, but I think that's the era. Like if you would have said that in the '90s, people went like, "Oh, you fucking asshole!" Oh, for sure, for sure. Burned them at the stake. So, you know, nowadays people don't even care about steroids. It's stupid. I mean, now that it's not stupid that people don't care. I don't care about steroids. Yeah, I get it that they should be illegal, but there's. Like, I don't know, like you're getting paid millions of dollars to do one thing. And then if you get hurt, you just instantly lose, lose millions of dollars, like sacrificing your health for that team. Yeah, whatever. Do, do some drugs. You know what I mean? Do some drugs. Drugs are great now. I mean, they've, they've been worked on, you know, it's not the eighties and nineties where people were pumping like horse fucking horse tranquilizers. Yeah. Horse steroids into their asses. Like. It's safe now, and it's like it's made for them. So, who knows? Uh, I don't. That's a great, great way to handle it. Good PR move. Um, that's it for listener questions. We can move on to uh, Jake. It is a segment that's near and dear to our fans' hearts. People rave about it. I know. I know. It. Oh, it is the avoid all the tweets we get. It is the home run hitter of the week presented. By Nick Verstrady at Eckberg Insurance Group. Nick is a Rockford native, and he's been working on. He's an insurance agent. I nailed it. He's <laughs> an insurance agent. Folks over at Eckberg, take care of you. They know insurance can be stressful, and will take the load off your back. The agency has been around since the seventies and represents twenty different insurance companies, which means what, Jake? That they're really good at it. That they're really good at it. Call our best buddy Nick. He will take care of you. He's a great agent. We called him one time. It we co- we recorded this podcast late, late at night. He didn't pick up. He's not a bad insurance agent. He's a great insurance agent. Call yes. him at 815-877-4100. We've known Nick since middle school when he peaked athletically, and that's in the ad. That's not me saying that. There's no one <laughs> else that we would trust for our own protection. Again, that's Nick Frustrati at Eckberg Insurance Group, 815-877-4100. Zero zero. Call him today. Nailed it. Nailed it. That was sick. Jake, last week you picked Cody Bellinger, correct? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> he hit two home runs. Last yes, week did. I hit. I chose Tommy LaStella <laughs> in the third <laughs> week of doing this with hundreds and hundreds of players to choose from. Yes, Tommy LaStella hit a grand slam. Which, in in the bylaws, not only counts as one home run, but counts as one grand slam. So that's also a home run. So it's just one in the scoring, but just one. If we remember, we might at the end of the season say, "But Tom Ostella did hit a grand slam." Yeah. If if it's tied, Jake, am I allowed to say I win? Sure. 
unless right. I unless I pick somebody equally as stupid, and they have to hit a grand slam. They have to hit a grand slam. Yes, we'll we'll know it if it happens. Yeah, and then and then other rules are if you pick somebody who is stupid and they hit a walk off dramatic uh, national television home run. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh. Did I get? I got second pick last week. Correct. No, you actually had the first pick, I'm pretty sure. I picked Tommy Listella first. Good. I'm almost sure. I, I no, believe you. Know you. I'm going to give you the first pick again, because it really didn't hurt me at all last time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake. What a fucking... So I got to pick the guy hitting 400 with second in the league at Homer. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, Jake, I'm going to pick somebody that I know for a fact you enjoy. Um, he's raking. He, oh, he's I only a, had one guy ready, and I know who you're going to pick. He's a switch hitter. Oh, fuck. And that is Josh Bell of the Pittsburgh Pirates. God damn it, close, I love him so much. Close personal friend of mine, Josh Bell. He is uh, he's currently third in baseball with 17 homers, and he is not Tommy LaStella, so I, I picked Josh Bell. All right, that's a good pick. He is absolutely raking this month, the best hitter of the month. I know for a fact because I've I looked at this month's stats for totally, uh, you know, normal reasons that aren't nerdy at all. Uh, very, very cool reasons. Very cool. Just sports. You know, guys loving sports is what I do. Um, I'm going to take a guy who's – there's three guys tied for the lead in the AL with home runs at 17. Um, one of them is Gary Sanchez. He's an asshole. I'm not picking him. Hell yeah. One of them is Eddie Rosario, who is on the Twins and is very cool, but I'm not picking him because I don't trust him. The other one is a soon-to-be superstar. I'm going Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman. He is an absolute stud. You know, young guy, came up last year, and uh, he's raking. He's just going to be a superstar. He seriously is going to be a superstar. He's... uh... He comes off very intense, and then he backs it up every single time. So, Alex Bregman, good pick. I mean, last year he led the league in doubles and then a 926 OPS. And this year he has a 933 OPS. Jesus. So, this guy's just a freaking stud. So, All right. Well, uh, the total after last week's stupid fucking choice is 7-6. to six. Jake, you are in the lead. Um, Woo! Again. Nick Verstrady at Eckberg Insurance Group. We are going to finish this episode off with the MySpace Top 8 of Cameos. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Cameo is a website where you pay celebrities money, and if they accept, they say whatever the hell you want them to say in a, in a selfie-like video. So, yes, it is an amazing website. Like, I, I, this was invented basically for internet personalities to get to you, and they started getting celebrities slowly. They have everyone now, and you're gonna see, you're gonna hear some weird names in this list. We we might have one of the works if he accepts. It's a huge investment, um, but very well worth it. It's just just a legend of the game. <laughs> um, but Jake, we're gonna do a MySpace top eight of most wanted cameos and what you would want them to say. Uh, we'll yes. Kick, since I had the first pick in the uh, home run hitting. Draft. I will give you first pick in the MySpace top eight of cameos. All right, uh, my number one pick. I should pick. 
this one because you I have one that you might pick, but I'm I'm going with this one. I'm going Ice T, and I'm gonna get him to say, "Hey y'all, it's me, Ice Cube." What any and then anything <laughs> after that, and that is the win. <laughs> that is great. That is great. All right. So Ice T, and he says he's Ice Cube. My my number one overall pick is a superstar. Mount Rushmore of most famous people of of our time. Okay. <laughs> Reality TV star and rap icon, Flava Flav. Okay, okay. And I want him to give me a 45-second speech on how we can change this country's attitude on climate change. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's me. Flavor Flav, climate change is real, and I'm fucking pissed at it. Fuck you, climate change. These polar bears are <laughs> fucked. Let's change it. Flavor Flav. <laughs> so that's that was the mock-up I had. Oh, that's that's perfect. Um, all of mine basically are like you get them for something, and then you add add a little phrase onto it. So for my number two, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna say reality TV legend. Uh, probably on the Mount Rushmore of all celebrities of all time, Exhibit. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to have Exhibit say whatever you want, like, would it be happy birthday, you know, uh, congratulations, and then at the end, and I hooked you up with three PS2s, and that's all I want from him. <laughs> and we put them as your headlights of your car. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, my next one is if I get a job in big business and I have, and there's like a my and, and my boss has to go to corporate for a big, uh, quarterly expense report meeting. Classic stuff. Um, yep. I would tell my boss, "Hey, bring this in," and it's gonna be a video of the adult film actor Johnny Sins <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying. Hey, what's up, fuck faces? It's me, Johnny Sins. <laughs> and then just some sort of corporate, <laughs> corporate talk and jargon. Hey, our expense reports are down this quarter, but we fucking think we can get that shit hard as a rock and up, up, up <laughs> next quarter. <laughs> so okay, the, so porn, porn uh, puns. Porn puns uh, in a executive office <laughs> environment <laughs> for the low, low price of Johnny Sins. Obviously, $69. Is he really? That's amazing. Of course he's $69. That's hilarious. All right. Um, my number three, I'm going to go with Charlie Sheen. I mean, this guy, obviously known for going up, and I want him doing any sort of get well soon for <laughs> any sort of illness. Because <laughs> I think that would be very ironic and very funny uh, after his tiger blood speech. <laughs> how he doesn't get like any sort of like cancer or Hey, like, I a, see that you have the sniffles. Get <laughs> get well soon. <laughs> yeah, like, oh I, I heard you bruised your knee on the on the bookcase the other day. I really hope that heals up nicely for you. You know? <laughs> oh that's so, good yeah, stuff. That's my number three. Uh, my number three is going to be Gilbert Godfrey. He is ah. a comedian and the voice of the parrot in the uh, Aladdin movie, the old one. Um, not the I, new one? Not the new one. I don't know. If you're listening to this and you don't know what he looks like, give him a Google. He's not a good-looking dude. 
It's very weird, very ob- obnoxious. Everyone should know who Gilbert Godfrey is. I mean, come on. I want him to film a um, congratulations to my future son or daughter for losing their virginity. <laughs> so, oh my god i'm gonna be a cool dad i'm gonna be in with my kids friends be like hey when they lose their virginity text me i'm gonna or fucking whatever it is in the future i'm gonna send you this video i had gilbert godfrey um <laughs> film 25 years ago i <laughs> 25 years he's a 25 year old virgin but gilbert godfrey's happy for him oh that would be hilarious um, great pick. All right, for my last pick, I'm going with one that you got to set up right, but I'm going with literally any animal. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I want to give hundreds of animals you can pick on, on cameo, by the way. Yes. And so I want to see them with a script and I want to see them try to read my script and fulfill my order because it, it'll, it's gotta be hilarious watching their owners. Like, what the fuck do I do now? I, they have to sing happy birthday. <laughs> Fuck, it's a pig. You know, like that would be Penelope the pig is just sitting there while I'm singing happy birthday and she's cashing the fifteen dollar checks. Yeah, this is bullshit. So I'm going literally any animal saying literally anything. <laughs> and then my last one is a little bit of a foreshadow. It's on my wish list. It might happen. I'm because <laughs> I don't I, I literally grocery shop at the Dollar Tree. I don't spend money on anything. I don't. Yes. I'm going to book Kyle Massey from That's So Raven and Corey in the House to say, hey, y'all, it's me, Kyle Massey from Corey in the House, and you're listening to Live from the 815. And then I want him to hold a pen and then sing out loud, do-do-do-do, <laughs> as he's doing the ears <laughs> in the corner of the screen. I want him to do it really lazily, too. Like, I, want, really- I want him to hate every second of it. <laughs> I, don't wanna- I don't want him to be like sad. I want him to like look. Super unenthused. I want it. I want it to be like how um, a mom will tell like a six year old to go tell grandma thank you for the socks for Christmas. I want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be perfect. All right. <laughs> so, so Jake, what, what is this top eight? Yeah, yeah. What is so? What is your list? My list number one was Ice Cube or Ice T saying, "Hey, it's me, Ice Cube." <laughs> number two was Exhibits. Saying anything and saying then saying, I got you three PS2s. And then I got Charlie Sheen, any sort of get well soon. And then literally any animal. Saying anything. <laughs> saying anything. That would be amazing. I have Flava Flav giving a climate change speech. <laughs> uh, Johnny Sins talking business and talking about Flav. expense reports this quarter. Yes. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey congratulating my future child on losing their virginity. <laughs> and Kyle Massey. Saying hi, I'm Kyle Massey from Corey in the House, and you're listening to Live from the One Five. Do 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 do. That was me. So amazing. Do 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 do. He just draws like a fucking squiggle. Yeah. Oh my god, I want that I so have, bad. I have a few uh, honorable mentions. I had a couple more of the uh, the little Disney bits. Uh, uh, David Henry on there. David Henry from Wizards of Waverly Place could do that. Sure. Or Phil Lewis, aka Mr. Mosby. Oh, shit. I would love to get him to say the same thing. And you're watching live today. I was like, I did them too. Fuck you. <laughs> if you could throw a fuck you in there too, that would be the best. <laughs> that would be awesome. One, uh, I think the more obscure we can get and the more that nobody would care, 
like there there are some people on Cameo that we can hire to do this, and it's funny or it's cool. Uh-huh. To me, it's only for me. The funniest we can get is just the ones that nobody fucking cares about. <laughs> like, but they cared about them a long time ago. Like at some no, point, no, even no, even like back in the day, I don't want them to care about it because I want somebody <laughs> to be looking on there and be like, "You paid money for this." I think that I think is Mr. so funny. Mr. Mosby would be perfect. <laughs> How much is Mr. Mosby? Do you have it? Any show? Do you do you have it? How much? His name's Phil Lewis. We'll look him up. Uh, oh. A couple more. I had I had Red Foo. Can you tell me who that is? Red nope. Foo. Red Fu. That's the guy from LMFAO. I just wanted him to say, hey, remember me? Um, <laughs> Didn't they I perform at, like, at the Super Bowl halftime show one time? I think so. I think oh, they did. God. Terrible. Then I got uh, Chingy. Anything. I don't care Shout what Shout out it to is. Andy. Just any, yeah. That's, any Chingy. Yeah, that's, that's Andy's birthday present coming up. And this might cost more than a cameo, but I want Andy Milanakis to rewrite his theme song for our podcast. But totally new words and just as good somehow. If, if we rewrite it, pocket, you know, yeah. If we rewrite it and he does it, that's that's doable. We can do that. That's cool. But I think he had a pretty pricey one. I think it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, folks. For those of you at home that don't that are just finding out now what cameo is, we're saying like fifteen dollars, like sixty nine dollars. Um, Christy Carlson Romano from. <laughs> From even Stevens and the voice of Kim Possible is five hundred dollars for a oh, video. Phil Lewis is seventy five, dude. Like Mr. Mosby, <laughs> get the five dollars. Like Meredith from The Office is like a hundred and fifty. This is not cheap, but we are finding the diamonds in the rough, and we are going to get Flavor Flav to talk climate change. Yes, so, absolutely. So that, so yeah, if you're ever bored at work or are bored on 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 the pooper cameo.com give it a scroll and just think of kyle massey <laughs> singing do 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 jake that's it for the for the myspace top eight that's it for the segments we're coming that's it that's it man i wouldn't lie to you we did it what have you been watching oh man i first i want to ask have you started watching what we do in the shadows Funny you ask that. I have not. Ah, I didn't think so. <laughs> no. uh, it's the season finale. I think either comes out at yeah as today as the show comes out. So I will be watching the season finale. It is literally as funny as The Office. I cannot get over how fucking hilarious this show is. It has me like early seasons Office. It has me like laughing exactly how I laughed during that. So. I just want to reemphasize. What is it on? I ask every week. It's on FX. So okay. any sort of cable network, you'll have it, you know. I don't have cable, but I know the login to a person's cable account. I'm not going to say <laughs> it on this air because I've been using it for years. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> Suckers. Um, I went and saw Detective Pikachu. I, yes. went, I went by myself at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And I was very excited. I was like, I was going in expecting a bad movie, but cool stuff. That's exactly what I got, Jake. Yep. It is not a good movie. It could have easily been an awesome movie. Easy. But towards the end, it was the classic, oh, this huge corporation wants to take over the world, but these two kids are going to expose them. 
Yes, so that's pretty lame. What I've heard from my reviewers I watch on YouTube is basically all the Pokemon are awesome, but the main character kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's it's not a that well casted. He's he's a not a, like he is know. a wet blanket. Uh, Ryan Reynolds well, is not a wet blanket. He rules. He's he's a superstar. I love Ryan Reynolds so much. He's like because like I watched Deadpool two like two weeks ago, and I was like this like. He's like at the point now where I'm like, oh, that's funny and clever, but I don't laugh, you know. Yeah, I was laughing at at, at some of these lines. They were they were funny. Yeah, um, he's awesome. I I think I should name my son Ryan because uh, I mean Ryan Gosling is probably my favorite actor. Ryan Reynolds is like my favorite comedic actor. Uh, Ryan Johnson was good at football in high school. I was just gonna say Ryan Johnson. He was really good at zombies. On on uh, Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Yeah, well, that's a good reason. Good, good as reason as any. That's three good Ryan's right there. Mm-hmm. Ryan Sandberg sounds like Ryan, <laughs> but it's not. So don't fool people. I played baseball with with Ryan Teagarden. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> pretty cool, right? You're really cool. I <laughs> gotta. Uh, but yeah, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Bad movie. If you like Pokemon, you're going to love... The CGI is so cool. There's like a battle in there. It's the classic Pikachu versus Charizard battle, and it's dope as shit. I want to see a full-length movie on a guy getting badges and shit. Same. I want it... Because because the main character, like, the whole time, they talk about, oh, my dream was to be a Pokemon trainer, but now I work in insurance. So, like, he he was, like, 22, 23, and, like, all of his friends were moving his hometown to become a tr- like a world famous trainer and then there was like this underground pokemon battle and it was dope it was so there was like a gengar blastoise battle before oh, the, it was dude that. it was so cool and like there was like it, it was like an un- and it was like clever there was like some parts that were clever ways to use pokemon there was like a charmander that was like a, a street vendor because he would like they would like flame uh food like like right in your face yeah and then there was like an underground uh, battle arena where the it was like a like EDM speakers and they were loudred. It was mm-hmm. dope. Uh, that's awesome. It was so cool, dude. But like, you, it's, could, you could make fifty Pokemon movies on like just on shit, and I would I would love it. Yeah, like I was just because like the the city that that they're in, the Pokemon and humans coexist, and there's like no battles. There's like not supposed to be any battle. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. There, there's there's one point. And like right when he gets there, he goes to a like a diner with, um, with with Pikachu, <laughs> and Pikachu's drinking coffee, and the waiter's a, a Ludicolo. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Yeah. And he's just a fucking spaz and scared <laughs> the shit out of him because he just like he just like looks at him, and then Pikachu's like, "Hey, thanks for the coffee." And he's like, Ludicolo. <laughs> he fucking just loses his mind. He loses his mind. Is like the he looks like for people who don't know, he's got like a sombrero on. He looks like this. He's like a duck guy. wearing a sombrero, and he's a fucking crack addict looking guy. He's hilarious. God. Like that. That sounds so funny. It was, I laughed so hard. So like that. That shit was so cool for like Pokemon fans. But it's definitely a Redbox movie, not a theater movie. Yeah, I feel you. Um, and then I started watching the Santa Clarita diet. Yeah, it's okay. It's charming. You know, I mean, I, yeah, I also I've love Drew Barrymore. Seen, I've seen both seasons. I, yeah, I love Drew Barrymore and her husband's very good in that. I also love the kids. I think, I think it's an interesting show. It just doesn't have like, 
it's a not great plot or it's anything. It's not laugh out loud funny. It's not. It's just oh. like it's just. Oh, this like I'll watch this. This is nice. It's like dinner time TV. Yes. You know, yes. like something you're watching while eating or something. Yeah. You know? So I think that's all I have, Jake. I think that's, that's it. All that's I it. have. I watched the movie Wine Country. Um, if I if if I told you there was a movie starring um, it's Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, uh, Maya Rudolph, and then that awkward lady from uh, SNL, and I can't think of like. No, she, I, I almost watched that movie this weekend. How was it? It's okay. It's yeah. it's a huge disappointment. Um, it's not laugh out loud. Towards the end, it gets better and gets funnier, but mm-hmm. like. It's the first like forty five minutes is just them trying to build a relationship for the audience. That's like we all used to be friends and now we have separate lives, but we still stay in touch. Cheers, and then they cheers fucking wine glasses over and over. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, I get it. But um, I actually did watch Ocean's Eight this weekend. I love Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Thirteen's okay. Uh, Ocean's Eight, fine movie. It had Sandy Bully in there. You're not an uh, Ocean's Twelve guy. <laughs> Nope, I didn't even mention it. Just fucking um, skip over it. Skip that one. That's funny. Uh, Ocean Toy State, Story so 1, Toy Story 3. That came out recently. But um, Sandy Bully, Anne Hathaway's in it. Aquafina's in it. Rihanna's in it. There's so many great actresses. Um, it gets boring in the middle, but it's got a fun start and a fun finish. So, overall, fine. You know, sure. I, I just watched watchable. it TV. Yes, very watchable. Pretty, you know, kind of clever. I like the... Heist. That's really what I like the most about Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, and Thirteen. Not Twelve. Um, Fuck Twelve. No, but uh, I just like the cleverness of the heists, which is always was the coolest part when I was a kid. Like, oh, they tricked the bank. They replaced the security cam with you know a picture of a different a different safe. It's it's just clever, and I like that kind of stuff. It does that sort of thing in it. So uh, Ocean's Eight, I'd give it like a six out of ten. Sure. Sure watchable uh, my girlfriend saw book smart said it was one of the funniest things she's seen in a while and twitter's blowing up about it so yes i want loving book smart so i'm probably gonna see that soon by myself again of course of course um jake i think that's it for the episode that's it 91 in a books 91 freaking books God, you guys are going to love episode 100. Oh, big surprise. Oh, you guys don't. You cannot get too pumped. Too pumped. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I want to tell you so bad, but I can't. I, I got to save it. It's, it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> going to be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we got uh, two months and a week. So if, if we have we enough. We will not plan anything, I promise. If I mean, nothing we gets have- planned, I might um, delay it. <laughs> Just oh, another lost episode. Whoa! Oh, you guys should have seen this episode. A we had a straight lost episode. <laughs> I'm trying to get Ellen on the show. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not gonna release a hundred till we get Ellen. Richard per, per, uh, Perry. Richard Perry. Richard Penny. Richard Perry. Who's <laughs> <What's> the, <talking about? laughs> the, the NASCAR guy? What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> the guy who has the most NASCAR wins. Oh, um, Richard Perry. What? Richard Perry? Is it Richard Perry? I don't fucking no. know. Richard. No. Yes, it is. Anyway, he's on. He's coming on the show. 
Um, For sure. I was going to get Bart Starr, but too soon. Richard <laughs> Petty. Petty. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. All Not right. Fair. Some, we're going to get some random guy named Richard Perry. <laughs> we should just get a random person. <laughs> and interview them like they're Richard Petty and like then play it off like, oh wait, you're not the NASCAR guy. <laughs> Big episode hundred coming up. You guys are gonna love it. <laughs> we should get like four guests <laughs> and they're all just off on their names. <laughs> we got Rich Petty, we got Rich Penny, Richard Perry, and Perry Richard. <laughs> We got we got Wayne Gwetsky. <laughs> Wayne Gwetsky. <laughs> oh fuck. Great episode coming up. Great episode just happened, Jake. Episode ninety one of the books. Two shots podcast network. Twelve on sports radio. Ba ba da ba ba da ba podbean. Ba ba da ba ba da ba da ba ba da ba. Fucking listen to the show. You're already listening, you know where If you're this far, you know where to fucking find us, dude. Exactly, you assholes. Why do you make us say it? Fucking call Nick for straighty right now. He's seriously a great insurance agent. Just do it. Do it. Bye. You won't. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yo, get it twisted. This rap shit is mine. Motherfuckers. A fucking game. Fuck what you heard. It's what you hearing. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. What you hearing? Listen, X go give it to you. Fuck, wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door. It's real. With the non stop pop out and stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you did it. Damn right, and I do it again. Cause yeah. I am like, so I got to win. Break bread with the enemy. No matter how many cats I break bread with, I'll break who you sending me. You motherfuckers never wanna nothing but your life saved. Bitch, and that's on a light day. I'm getting down, down. Like a nigga said, freeze. But won't be the one ending up on his knees, bitch, please. If the only thing you can't steal was came out to play, stay out my way, motherfucker. Then we gonna rock, then we gonna fold, then we let it pop. He gon' give it to ya, X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya First we gonna rock, then we gonna fall, then we let it pop, don't let it go X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya, X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya He ain't never gave nothing to me, but every time I turn around, cats got their hands out, wasn't something from it I ain't got it, so you can't get it, let's leave it at that, cause I ain't with it Hit it with full strength, I'm a jail nigga, so I face the world like a girl in the bullpen you against me, me against you Whatever, whenever, nigga, fuck you gon' do I'm a wolf in sheep clothing Only nigga that you know who can chill Come back and get the streets open I've been doing this for 19 years Niggas wanna fight me, fight these tears I put in work and it's all for the kids But these cats done forgot what work is They don't know who we be looking But they don't know who they see, nigga First we gonna rock, then we gonna fall Then we let it pop, don't let it go he gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it give to ya First we gonna rock, then we gonna fall Then we let it pop, don't let it go give up. X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya Hey yo, where my niggas at? I know I got them down in the greens Give them love and they give it back Talk too much for too long 
give up, you're too strong Talk to the wild, wild hunters Shout out to niggas that done it And it ain't even about the dough It's about getting down for what you stand for, yo For real we gonna rock, then we gonna fold Then we let it pop, don't let it go X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya X gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya Plus we gonna rock, then we gonna fold Then we let it pop, don't let it go Give it to ya, uh, he gon' give it to ya, X gon' give it to ya, uh, he gon' give it to ya